Blog Talk Radio. Would you remain faithful in your walk with Christ? China Aid Association reported that on November 12th, police officers from the Anhui and Bozu Bureau of Religion raided a house church and arrested more than 10 believers. Some believers were not released until that afternoon. The police also confiscated items belonging to the church. In spite of these raids, believers in China remain faithful. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians in over 50 nations around the world, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Dial 875-VOICE today. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. conducted a powerful public seminar. The meeting hall was packed there in the city of Honolulu in the Hawaiian Islands. And many demons surfaced and were expelled in the name of Jesus Christ. It was interesting. In that meeting in Honolulu, a direct descendant of the famous evangelist Smith Wigglesworth of Britain now, for those of you who don't know who Smith Wigglesworth is, he was a truly an apostle of faith. It was, it's been documented, recorded that he raised more than 20 individuals, including his very own wife, from the dead. Incredible man with a credible ministry of signs and wonders and the miraculous. In this meeting in Honolulu, a direct descendant of the famous Evangel Smith Wiggersworth attended our meeting. She was set free from the spirits of witchcraft. I mean, it was an extraordinary, extraordinary meeting. And in that meeting, I encountered also not only demons, but also 
some soul invaders. Now, speaking on this very intriguing topic of soul invaders raises many questions that I hope to explore with you today. Soul invaders, human interjects, the transference of dissociative identities. What am I referring to? It's a mystifying topic. It's an interesting subject. I believe it's an urgent issue that we need to deal with. Nearly everyone I'm ministering to now who have the evil spirits have also these soul invaders. So today, I would take I would like to take a few moments to discuss the subject of soul invasion and the Bible on today's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friends. Bible is very interesting when speaking about soul invasion. I believe it is a biblical concept that you find from Genesis onward. Just look with me in 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 1. Now, when he had finished speaking, this is verse 1, 1 Samuel 18, the soul of Jonathan was knit. Very interesting word used here in the 18th chapter of 1 Samuel, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. As a result of their friendship, the soul of Jonathan and the soul of David was knit together. What are we speaking of? What is the writer of Scripture speaking of? I believe it's, it's pretty, pretty clear. The word that's used under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit was knit. So two souls were brought together, not only together, but their soul was knit together. That's exactly what 1 Samuel 18 wanted. The soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. It's a very intriguing topic, this whole soul invaders. But it raises many, many questions I'd like to share with you. Yeah, I was thinking about that meeting back in Honolulu, thinking about some of the extraordinary deliverances that took place. Along with the powerful deliverance, soul invaders, witches surfaced. They were expelled. In recent weeks, I've just seen an explosion of cases, and I should add perhaps recent years, but it seems like every single week more and more soul invaders. I've seen an explosion of cases where I'm encountering these soul invaders, or commonly known as human interjects. Now, simply put, these are 
foreign soul parts, dissociative identities that do not belong to you, but they have invaded you as a result of some soul tie, some soul connection, some spiritually illegal soul bond, or through some element of witchcraft. These are foreign soul parts that have invaded you as a result of some kind of soul connection. I have encountered thousands upon thousands of cases over the years. And I'm astonished to see so many cases surface in recent years, recent months, weeks. I'm stunned. The other day I had more than 15 pages. I couldn't believe it. 15 pages worth of notes in front of me. Many consisting of cases where these soul invaders had, had surfaced within people. It's astounding. Now, where's the church on this? There are perhaps a handful of people in the entire world that I know or know of that actually know how to deal and how to minister to those with these soul invaders. There's 7 billion people on earth, and many of these have soul invaders, and yet a tiny number of disciples of Jesus Christ with the knowledge on what to do with these soul invaders. This must change. That's why I'm behind this microphone here in downtown Vancouver, British Columbia. And it's just been a gorgeous day. Did a power walk earlier, surrounded by the snow-topped mountains here in gorgeous Vancouver, British Columbia, which, by the way, I'm holding a meeting, conducting a meeting in North Vancouver tonight. I would encourage you, if you're able to get to one of our meetings this this week, Tonight, February 14th, our Jesus Church service, Exploring the Heavenly Realms, Removing Demons, and Healing Hearts in North Vancouver, British Columbia. Free and open to the public at the Holly Inn in Suites, North Vancouver. Tonight's service is at 7 p.m. Now, February the 15th, tomorrow, Friday, at the Four Points by Sheraton, Vancouver Airport, in Richmond, British Columbia. That's tomorrow, Friday service, 7 p.m. And then February the 16th, which is a Saturday. Again, another meeting here in the Vancouver area in Surrey, British Columbia, at the Holiday Inn and Suites, Surrey East Cloverdale. So the next three nights here in the Vancouver area, I would encourage you, if you're able to get to one of our meetings, most of our meetings here in British Columbia, for example, we encounter people with soul invaders. That's tonight at the Holly Inn and Suites, North Vancouver. Tomorrow, four points by Sheraton, by the airport, Vancouver Airport in Richmond, British Columbia. That's uh, tomorrow. And then Saturday, a service in Surrey at the Holly Inn and Suites in Cloverdale. Each of these services starts at 7 p.m. Now, I want to get back to this topic of dealing with soul invaders and the Bible. I just point to you very a clear verse that points to this. Now, why did I why did I refer to First Samuel chapter eighteen verse one? Well, I think if just a reading of this scriptural text reveals so much. Now, 
if two souls are knit together, what takes place? What element takes place? Oneness. Oneness. Now, if you are one with someone in soul, what could logically take place? Now, biblically, I already proved to you that souls can be brought together, knitted together, as the Bible speaks of. When souls are brought together, what could possibly take place? Transference. This is where the church has done a lousy job in confronting. Many churches believe in the whole reality of soul ties, that people are bound together and tied together in some, in some element, but they never logically take it to the next step. If there is a tie, if there is a soul bond, if there is a bridge that's been created, then there's going to be oneness, an element of oneness, and, and thereby an element of transference needs to be addressed. Because what is in one soul? In many cases, demons. So if you are one in soul with someone who has demons, there's a possibility a potential of you getting their demons. Now you can see why it's such a concern of mine. I, it's a it's an intriguing, fascinating topic. Again, a soul invader is a soul part of another human being that has invaded you with an aid of a demon. Because the Holy Spirit's not going to transfer this. Uh, the soul part into your life, it's with the aid of a demon as a result of agreement, meaning you agreed to the soul tie. You opened yourself up to it. So transference takes place. Again, it's a soul part of another human being that has invaded you with an aid of a demon via a soul tie or some kind of witchcraft connection. With the hopes of remaining in your consciousness so they can accomplish their desires and or their demon, their demon's desires. Not too long ago, I dealt with one of these soul bears. It was a co-worker. Co-worker. And actually, I was talking to a woman. And a co-worker surfaced who had been performing witchcraft on her at the workplace. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible when you think of it. I'll just refer to the co-worker as Jennifer. She actually surfaced and spoke to me. I want Melissa, the woman that I was ministering to. That's what the, that's what the soul invader said. I want Melissa. I want to bring her to the dark side. I tricked her. By telling her, I just perform white magic. Jennifer explained to me so very confidently, I sent her a witchcraft blessing. And she had no idea it was really a demon. But my friends, there was so much more. We discovered that Jennifer had sent to Melissa many witchcraft spells and curses to bring the sensation of fire into her body. I have encountered many demons of voodoo and sorcery within this young woman during our meeting. 
Jennifer, this vindictive coworker, said, quote, I also use a voodoo doll against Melissa, and she has no idea, close quote. This was a witch, a coworker, a vindictive, jealous coworker that wanted to destroy Melissa. And yet, Melissa had no idea Jennifer, this witch, was within her. In fact, Jennifer, this vindictive witch, explained to me, quote, I'm causing her hair loss, fatigue, sicknesses, and so much more, close quote. I mean, this is an aspect of the supernatural realm that the church must awaken to. There are perhaps hundreds of millions, billions of humans with these soul invaders. I mean, sexual relationships will open you up to this spiritual phenomenon. Now, how do I know that? Well, if you look again, because we're, we're looking at what the scripture says. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul, addressing the church, addressing the church in Corinth in the first century, he says, do you not know, he's speaking to the body of Christ, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Verse 16. Do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. For the two, verse 16, he says, shall become one flesh. Now, what is he referring to? He's referring to a biblical principle that was stated so very clearly on in Genesis chapter 2 by, by Moses, the author of the first five books of, of the Old Testament. When he wrote of marriage, I, look, the Apostle Paul is pretty clear. When somebody, and he uses the example of a harlot, if, if one is joined to a harlot, they become one. Now, if you're one flesh with someone, what's within your flesh but your soul? Your soul is not outside your flesh. So when you are one flesh with someone, also joined together at some level in some, some element of the soul, soulish realm. Now, I'm hoping that you can see how this is a concern because obviously things can be transferred. And there in this encounter that I had with this woman named Melissa, she had a co-worker who was a witch. She actually used a voodoo doll against Melissa. I, I'm telling you. Millions, perhaps billions of people have these soul invaders. My sexual relationships will open you up to the spiritual phenomena. Unhealthy friendships. That's why in Second Corinthians chapter fourteen, or Second uh, Corinthians chapter six, verse fourteen, the Apostle Paul again addressing the church of Corinth two thousand years ago, in the first century, he was warning them not to be unequally yoked with non-believers. Yoke, sameness, oneness. Unhealthy friendships will open you up to this spiritual reality. I mean, there's so much I could share. 
The fact is the soul ties and the usage of witchcraft with the knee soul ties is becoming a spiritual epidemic. A spiritual epidemic. Something all of us need to consider. Is there an emotional imprint of someone else within you because of oneness that was created? I mean, the amount of individuals we're coming across is just shocking. Perhaps you need to do a personal spiritual inventory in relation to these, this whole concept of soul invasion. By God's grace, I was able to command Jennifer, the witch, out of Melissa in Jesus' name. She left along with many demons within her. I mean, there were spirits of voodoo, santeria, witchcraft. I mean, they fought me fiercely. However, when I brought out my cross, they were petrified of it and swiftly departed. I mean, this young lady was set free and healed. I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to extend the compassion of Jesus Christ. And to rescue people from these evil, evil spirits and invaders, in many cases, inner witches. Soul invasion in the Bible. There's so much more I want to share. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. up this is michael tate with a reminder for all jesus freaks from the voice of the martyrs it's easy to dismiss computer-based social networking as a waste of time and resources but like other media advancements throughout history ministries including the voice of the martyrs are seeing value in staying connected via facebook and twitter accounts and hosting online discussion groups for example Members of the Be A Voice Network are sharing prayer requests, reporting on conferences, and providing updates on persecuted believers from around the world. Are you plugged in? Got a story, prayer request, or burden to share? Your entry point is persecution.com. I'm Jay Bartlett. I'm very grateful that you've been able to join with us as I discuss soul invasion and the Bible. I was thinking about this meeting that I held in Honolulu, Hawaii, sometime back, and and all the soul invaders, the spirits of witchcraft, the surface and the soul invaders surface. It made me realize it's just it's everywhere. I could be on in Hawaiian islands. I could be in Australia. I could be in Europe, Africa, South America. I could be in Asia, here in North America. doesn't matter where I'm at. I encounter these soul invaders. 
what is it exactly is a soul invader? Is this a, a biblical issue? It is. I mean, a soul invader, again, let me reemphasize, it's a soul part of another human being that has invaded you with the aid of a demon via a soul tie or some kind of connection with witchcraft, with somebody involved in witchcraft, with the hopes of remaining in your consciousness, in your soulish realm, so they can accomplish their desires and or the demon's desires. And we've come across and encountered thousands upon thousands of cases. Now, before I go on on this topic of soul invasion in the Bible, I would encourage you, if you're able to, to get to one of our meetings this week. Uh, This past weekend, we had extraordinary meetings in Houston, in Pasadena, in Los Angeles. This week, back here in British Columbia, I'm going to be at the North Vancouver uh, Holiday Inn and Suites in North Vancouver, British Columbia. That's tonight, 7. Tomorrow, Friday, I'll be at the Four Points by Sheraton, by the airport in Richmond, British Columbia. We're, we've had we've had extraordinary meetings at the Four Points by Sheraton. Highly recommend you attending if you're able to. And then Saturday service will be uh, in Surrey, back at Surrey, at the Holiday Inn and Suites, Surrey East Cloverdale. So we'll be in North Vancouver in Richmond, and in Surrey. Three different cities here in the beautiful province of British Columbia. The services start at 7 p.m. And then Sunday back at Pasadena, California, for our weekly Jesus Church services. And then um, that week I'll be uh, conducting more meetings in the Los Angeles area and returning back to San Francisco. More more on, on that in a moment. But if you're able to, to help us this mission, I would encourage you to do so. This is a mission that has ex, that's been extended into nearly 200 nations of the world, reaching millions of souls through Christian media, media outlets, secular uh, outlets, media outlets, some of the largest media outlets in the world. We've been able to have a platform to be able to reach millions of souls. I would encourage you, if you're able to, generously donate via a, our new and secured text giving. Now, how does it work? Well, to receive gifts via text, donors need to send a text message with the dollar amount. If you want to send ten dollars, put the dollar mark and then ten. Just put ten. Or if you're wanting to give a hundred, the dollar mark and a hundred to our reserved and secured phone number nine four nine seven nine nine ten sixteen. That's nine four nine seven nine nine ten sixteen. Now, if this is your first time giving this way, you'll have to fill out a short form that's going to take about ten seconds with your billing information. And after that initial setup, giving is as easy as sending a text message. Feel free to visit with us on our many, many uh, websites, jbartlandmissions.com, Deliverance Blog, 
www.ifreedomfighter.org, ifreedomfighter.org, which is our online training center, exorcismblog.com. I believe you'll find these websites inspirational, educational, and edifying. Now, we're located in Southern California at 530 South Lake Avenue in Suite 922, Pasadena, California, 91101. Feel free to give us a call, 877-483-5519, 877-483-5519. My email, j at jbartlettmissions.com. I'm looking forward to sharing much more with you. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. Toby Mack with the Jesus Freak Salute from the Voice of the Martyrs. After World War II, the border between Ukraine and Romania is heavily guarded for two reasons. To keep Ukrainians in and keep Bibles out. One winter night, Soviet guards spot four fresh sets of footprints in the snow heading toward the freedom of Romania and Western Europe. The guards hastily follow the tracks further and further away from the four Christians who had left those footprints. You see, the four men weren't escaping the Ukraine. They were Romanian missionaries carrying Bibles into the Ukraine. They had walked backwards across the border, leaving boot prints that led the Soviet guards the opposite direction. For more tales of creative outreach, go online to persecution.com. And thank you for taking a few moments of your time to join us in Genesis chapter 2. Moses writes in verse 24, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Becoming one flesh. In Ephesians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul, writing to the church in Ephesus, he says in verse 30, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. In verse 31, 
For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Very interesting. One flesh principle, which speaks of what? If you're one flesh with someone, you're one soul, at least at some level. At some element, you're one soul with them, because within the flesh is what? When you're one flesh, it's not a vacuum. You are involved with them at some level, emotionally, soulishly, at some level. doesn't matter if you're aware of it or not, or if you intended it to be or not. The fact is, you are. And when there's oneness, then there's transference, obviously, because there is oneness. That means things can be passed back and forth. Spirits, obviously. Sicknesses, such as tr- sexually transmitted diseases when there's unholy sexual unions. And then, of course, spiritually transmitted diseases and soul fragments, especially if you're one with somebody who's broken, and most people are broken. And when there's brokenness, there's going to be demons. Soul invasion is a reality. And the Bible, from Genesis onward through the New Testament, speaks of these concepts. Something I want you to consider today. Something I would like for you to consider. And I'm going to pray right now. It's going to be interesting to see those of you who are listening to this podcast. As I'm behind this microphone here in Vancouver, British Columbia, it'll be interesting to see as I begin to pray. Be open. Are you wanting to see if you have a soul invader? If you have been invaded by someone else? Would you like to know? Let's do a spiritual investigation, a soul test, even now. I'm going to pray that that which is in the darkness would come into the light. Let me know what takes place as I begin to pray. You can contact me at 877-483-5519, 877-483-5519, or email me at jjay at jbartlandmissions.com. It's in the name of of the Lord Jesus Christ, through the power of his blood, through the might of his resurrection. Peace to my friends who are listening in. Peace and joy and love. Touch each and every heart that's listening in to my voice. Open hearts. And my friends, The Holy Spirit is touching many hearts even now. If some of you have never surrendered to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Jesus that went to the cross, bearing your sin, my sin, the one who was buried, the one who rose again from the dead, who's coming again very soon. He's wanting to come in and have a relationship with you. He's wanting to be one with you. 
you know, we speak about soul invasion being a negative thing. Well, it is in many in many regards. But there is soul oneness that is permissible, uh, permissible and encouraged, obviously, in holy matrimony. We, the church, we ought to be one with each other. That's what Jesus prayed in John 17 to the Father, that his children would be one. Then, of course, we ought to be one with Jesus Christ. To be hidden in him, well, how does that take place? Giving your life to Jesus. You have to repent. You must turn from evil and give your life fully to Jesus Christ. Even now, you could do that. God is waiting for you. Just pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me. I repent of my sin. I renounce the devil. And I trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for the shedding of your blood, for the power of your resurrection. I promise to serve you. I surrender my life to you and confess you as Lord today. In Jesus' name. And I welcome you, my friend, to the family of God. Perhaps you you know Jesus Christ, but yet you know that you have created some soul ties with individuals. You have soul bonds, connections with people that have brought you emotional harm, physical harm, spiritual harm, mental harm. Perhaps they have invaded you. They're still controlling you in some way. I speak to them. Whoever they are, they're bound right now by the power of Jesus Christ. I speak to them. Those invaders and those demons, I bind those up to in the authority of Jesus Christ. Now I separate the demon from the soul part. Now you, the soul part that has invaded, that has invaded, you're bound. You have to release. My brother, my sister, you have to release them right now. Quickly, go. In the authority of Jesus Christ, you have to go. Release as a command in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And Holy Spirit, fill my brothers and sisters. Fill them with your love, your joy, your peace, your power. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing, Jesus Christ. Protecting each and every one of us. I dedicate you, my friend, in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.